to be simply this is she and I want to thank you for being here in this moment today we're going to connect to our feelings and our emotions something I've been delving into lately and contemplating especially I've talked about this in the past that we can be conditioned to let's say have an affirmation or be told just to be positive or have a positive thought which, yeah, there's some studies that show that those visualizations and so forth are helpful on many levels. However, there's this other aspect of you that might be feeling something that's in contradiction which people are telling you to program yourself with. So, for example, you might say, I feel good, I feel good, I'm beautiful, but inside, the feeling is not resonating with that. The feeling might be of disgust with yourself. The feeling might be uh, non-wellness. The feeling might be apathy. The feeling might be nothing. To support this thought that you've decided you'd like to adopt or this affirmation or this uh, view, point of view. Then what happens is there creates a contradiction within self and then there's no calibration for that feeling and that thought to work in harmony together. They're actually fighting against each other. So no matter how hard you try and how many times you tell yourself that, there isn't the ability to transform the root of that and which is the feeling that is keeping you from reaching that vision, that goal, that idea. And we're going to talk a little bit further about that we're paving this road, paving the road into the future, uh, so that we have these known things called cause and effect. And with these actions that we take, there's effect, there are consequences. And those consequences happen after the action is taken. So in simplest form, you take an action, there's an effect. And then uh, this is, you can see this like with little kids, if they take a certain action and they get a certain effect, back from themselves and or others, they might keep repeating it. Animals will do this. If we do this in a long-term perspective, we realize that, wow, we can keep perpetuating a certain pattern with a certain response because it maybe feeds an immediate need. However, we might not have the wherewithal in that moment to look beyond the immediate need. So there's, there's always two things that are self-arising, that moment, but also, hey, how does this impact me in the future? We can see this in our post-industrial capitalist society where we've gone and mined the earth and we can see the deconstruction, the landslides that occur. We can see fracking that cause uh, destabilization our, in our plate system, can cause an increase of earthquakes in places where they naturally wouldn't occur. So those, these are effects based on our actions that we take. Now, we're going to roll it back into the feeling, the feeling, the emotions that arise before we even have the thought or the idea or the infeed from another source that gives us the idea to take action in a certain way. And that feeling gives us a sense of what to do, uh, what we might want to do, what we might habitually want to do. And it's very fascinating. So we might be in a situation, let's say, that uh, where our senses get engaged and we smell something and then we have this feeling and memory of our mom making these cookies and delivering them to us and that feeling propels us forward 
into action. And that might be a very joyous, yummy, scrumptious feeling, a nice warm hug from your past. And that might, that energy might be beneficial to take forward in that moment. Now, on the flip side, there might be an energy similar that might propel us to take an action that's not serving in that moment. And we can flip-flop those. That, that chocolate chip cookie smell could trigger something that's not in your highest and best, or that pain and suffering could trigger something that is in your highest and best. So we can't really say this feeling is right or wrong. It just is an energetic field that's self-arising prior to where we have the cognition, the idea, the thought to move forward into action. So often, because of pop culture, media, uh, people wanting to really take the stage in a certain way, entitlement, righteousness, all these different things, we are having these thoughts and dismissing feelings. Sometimes we're not even allowing feeling to exist or even acknowledging what it is showing us in a moment. And say, for example, if we go back to that chocolate chip cookie analogy is that, oh, I smell those fresh made chocolate chip cookies. It brings me back to a point in time, maybe let's say five or six when I come home from school. My mom has them laid out on the rack. I can see it all so visually in my head. I'm feeling the energy of that smell. And then it goes into a memory. And then at that point in time, I could go back to the feeling and say, gosh, what, what is this energy inviting me to harness in this moment? What is that energy propelling me to do? And why is it here? Versus uh, many other things that could occur. So what we're going to do is we're going to just talk about feeling and the importance of harnessing emotions, giving yourself permission to have feeling and emotions and differentiate between the two. And as we do that, we're going to then explore uh, just a self-evaluation of where you spend most of your time, and that might be in your head, <laughs> and not fully present with what energetic fields are running through you on an emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual level. So we're going to dive into this segment with a little bit of falling Tao with random rap, and the Tao is the elements, all the elements, and also represents being in harmony uh, with nature, we are part of nature, and when we are in harmony, then we can flow with greater ease to what we need to do, how we need to do it, uh, where we might be best to be, and there's not a lot of over-imposition of uh, thoughts, ideas, programs, all those kind of things. Uh, yes, the Tao and a lot of the ancient sciences have become modernized, responding to modern needs. However, if we go back to it in the simplest shamanic form, uh, being in the Tao is to be in harmony, being in true nature with self. And when we operate from that place, uh, different things arise. And our evolution can really be harnessed not only for the moment, but for the future and future generations. So with that big mouthful of contemplation, let's just bring it back to simplicity. We're going to go into feeling what you're feeling in this moment. I don't want it to be an intellectual concept. We're just going to bring your awareness to the physical body. Are you feeling anything in your physical body right now? Just take a gentle breath in and out. Another one. Inhale and exhale. 
again. Inhale. And exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, just let that feeling be there. And then welcome you to feel into your heart center, which can carry emotions that we would label, but just feel into the heart. Take a gentle breath in and out. Again, deep breath in and out. Another one, inhale and exhale. And then gently bringing your breath up to the mind and feeling into the mind, the center of the body. Taking a gentle breath in and out. Another one, inhale and exhale. Again, inhale and exhale. So as you gently transition into this moment, we'd welcome you to continue to follow your breath and feel, feel with your senses, the ones that you're aware of and the ones that you're not of, into all aspects of self. See what comes to your awareness. Leave it, leave it as an observation not as a judgment or a thought. Yeah. 
to my voice, gently breathing in and out. Gently breathing in and out. Another one, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. So just to take a moment and just to maybe even pause the segment to acknowledge maybe what you're feeling and it can be really talking about an energetic field you can give I always encourage people before a class to give a prolific adjective to describe the feeling the sensation that's rising up in the body and oftentimes uh, there might be a sense of something that's arising feeling in our body that isn't comfortable it might feel like constriction or you might feel the emotions that are running up closely behind it and when that occurs you know we have a choice we can let them run through like the river or we can suppress them or we can express them or we can make peace with them there's lots of opportunities and in that moment, sometimes we can go into a thought process, a mental state that is actually not beneficial, especially if the sensation, the energy is not serving. So by practicing that, this aspect of feeling, you know, and like I said, I used earlier the affirmation concept, like I'm beautiful the way I am. Yet, if there's something inside of me telling me that that's not true, no matter how many times I tell myself that, I'm not going to believe it until I reconcile what's going on inside. And so let's say there's some feeling that, gosh, I'm not feeling beautiful. And that doesn't mean because you're not a cover model of a fashion magazine. That might be, gosh, I have some emotional disharmony inside of me. That doesn't make me feel so beautiful oh, I have some actual physical disharmony inside of me. Doesn't make me feel so beautiful. <laughs> oh, I have some mental disharmony inside of me. Doesn't make me feel so beautiful. So as soon as I start to acknowledge that, and I'm using the I here, that I am having disharmony in my physical body. I am having disharmony in my emotional body. I'm having disharmony in my mental body. I'm having disharmony in my soul body. Then I can say, well, what needs to be done? what needs to be addressed. This energy is rising up. It's knocking on the door. It's showing me, hey, 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 listen. And then the outside world is saying that you, it's not healthy for you to feel that way. So this is what you should put your attention towards. You should put your attention towards peace. You should put your attention towards this, that, or the other. However, within that, just that concept could be very destructive because then I'm 
forcing myself to be something that which I'm not yet and I'm skipping a beat <laughs> so follow me here I go to a quote-unquote yoga class and I teach in a yoga studio so I'm not dishing yoga I'm a practitioner of yoga all the limbs of yoga when I go to yoga class my beloved teacher tells me just be happy just be happy <laughs> my insides going oh, I feel I feel I'm having feelings of on the edge okay I will intellectualize happy I'll intellectualize maybe a memory of when I had happiness or I'll look around somewhere or I'll just tell myself I'm happy and put a smile on my face there's a complete disconnect there there's this power struggle there the external world's telling me I should be happy my internal world saying you're not happy and you're sure as heck not going to get there by having a tug of war with those two concepts so by giving self permission to feel that feeling, I am not happy, I'm on the edge, then you can say, hey, this is no different than if you fell off a boat and you didn't have a life preserver and you forgot that you could float. But all of a sudden after you, you started to panic, you said to yourself, I'm panicking, I could drown, I can float. You acknowledge what you're feeling, you're acknowledging your fear, and then you go for the solution to the situation. So if you're feeling on the edge, in any given day, let's just say you woke up in the morning and you weren't feeling right, you would know where that is in the physical body, the emotional body, the mental body, and or the soul body, and say, okay, what do I need to do? And hopefully, if you know yourself a little bit, you at least know the things that, what? make you feel better. So often when people get sick, they have this yearning to feel their mama's hug again or papa's hug again. They want to be at home in their bed. Uh, they just want to feel safe. So if you have ever related to that concept of something or someone that just brings you back to center, makes you feel safe for a moment so you can collect your, your emotional state in a, a manner that lets you go to ease and, and digest what's going on. Similar as that with emotions, with feelings. So first you have that, that rising feeling, that feeling's telling you something. And then at that point you have that choice. Okay, wh what am I gonna do with this? What do I wanna do with this? Oh, it's positive, meaning the feeling is forward mo motion. There's a lot of momentum. And guess what? I wanna keep that, that momentum going. So what's required there? One, focus. Two, uh, to maybe remove any potential distractions. Three, surrender if they do occur. <laughs> Four, uh, really being aware in that moment as to what else is needed to keep that momentum going so it doesn't get derailed, so to speak. If you wake up in a state where you're feeling, ugh, ugh, I can't even get out of bed, then you, it's like, oh, where's this feeling coming from? Is it coming from my emotional center, my physical center, my mental center? Okay, what do I need to do? Oh, it's coming from my my uh, mental center this feeling of uh so then I say okay I gotta get to the the gym or I gotta get outside and walk in nature or I need to meditate the, the, I need to go play my sport I need to go paint a painting you know what can shift that state of being I need to go lay on the earth just for five minutes then that feeling can transform so that constriction or that expansion, or that momentum can be carried forward. And then all of a sudden, a neutrality is reached, 
and then the direction of the energetic field can shift. If it's going in one direction or the other uh, and you don't come to that center point, it's hard to shift it. In addition, if you're trying to throw all these other things on top that are contradicting it, you're in a constant tug of war with yourself. So often I'll tell my clients, you know, they'll come in and they're wanting to talk about, you know, their, their personal situations, their relationships, things that aggravate them externally and internally. Those external things are reflective nature of what is causing us conflict internally, and those are the things to resolve. And this is where those feelings rise up and the emotions rise up, and then we become in tug-of-war with the situation and we think there's no way out so we're running around in a little gerbil wheel and we're not taking forward motion we're wasting energy that could be used on all sorts of great things and uh, we're not welcoming ourselves to reach higher states of being truly higher states of being within self internally and externally for the world around you so what I'd like you to do here is uh, write down the things in life that are really powerful tools to help you shift energetic feelings in the body. Forget emotions for right now. We'll get into those next. But what are powerful ways for you to shift energetic feelings in the body? So, for example, I know that if I'm starting to feel a heat which could be associated with emotion <laughs> uh, that might cause turbulence for myself and others. That if I take a walk, if I go lay on the earth, if I give myself permission to shift to an activity like cooking or meditation, breath work, I can shift the energetic field and therefore not cause harm to myself or others with that feeling which soon turns into the identification of an emotion, which then turns into a thought, idea, and or action, which ultimately results in an effect <laughs> that will have to be reconciled later. So I just want you to take a moment, I want you to write those down. Anything that you know that helps you be a better you, that you, you've, ta you've tested, you know, I'm not here to tell you what's good for you. I want you to know what's good for you. There's no way that we could do that. There's no one silver bullet for all. And then from there, I would welcome you for a moment to feel into what you felt in earlier within the body. I want you to do a recheck in with the mind, the body, the heart. See if it, what's going on with the body, if the energy has shifted. I know actually in my physical body it's shifted just by doing this uh, broadcast because it brings me uh, a sense of forward motion with my energetic field and it feels good. So the energy has shifted in my physical being, my heart being, my mind being, and my spiritual being. So I want you just to feed back, feel back into the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual body. And you can do this, don't worry about where you go, if you get lost, if you get stuck in one area, that's fine going to let you have the driver's seat here, just lead it your own way, checking in and then dropping it and just following the breath. As we go through this sequence, allowing uh, this song by Random Rap, once again, this is going to be a Random Rap day, is the river. 
and let the river run through you. Let the energy run through you. Just imagine it as a conduit, that you are the conduit and the energetic energy is just running through you. We'll get into more after this about how to harness that energy and place it in uh, a mindful manner and one that's of benefit to you and others. Take a gentle breath in and out. Again, deep breath in and out. Another one. Deep breath in and out. Oh, oh, oh. 
taking a gentle breath in and out. Again, gently breathing in and out. Another one, inhale and exhale. As you continue to breathe in, now I just want to welcome you back here to this moment and feeling into that energy of the river running through you and feeling into your energetic field and what you want to transmit into space and time and into a moment which is an imprint that leads us into other moments. Sometimes easier said than done. So I always remind everyone to be compassionate towards yourself and others. And also just to be grateful for yourself, just even to have the awareness that maybe you're listening to this podcast, this radio segment, and that you're willing to acknowledge what's happening in the world around you and as you relate to it. That's a huge first step. There's a lot of people that just for wherever they are at this moment in time and space do not have that awareness. So if you are having the awareness, carpe diem, seize the moment and continue to practice and do the work and see what unfolds for you. The feedback loop is rather astonishing and and positive uh, and it does take some practice and knowing that you will ultimately have conditions that will arise like in the ocean a wave will arrive arrive that maybe that you hadn't anticipated but you can ride it and again when you feel into the situation then you know what to do you know to run left versus right you know oh i need to sit down oh i need to take time out i shouldn't go that way you start to feel into what is there's a lot less uh stories placed on the situation So these aspects of feeling are rather interesting. So if we go to the initial state of feeling, and then we say we harness and are feeling something, and then we bring in those elements of things that can shift our energetic field. So one would be if the the energetic field is actually uh, degrading a situation or degrading your experience of life in this moment, that you have the opportunity to shift gears and rebuild your chi and your momentum so you can go forward. So as we use the analogy, if you're going around saying, you know, I, I love you, I you know, want you to be happy, but you're emotional and you're crying and, and you get um, traumatized a lot or triggered a lot, then th- these are signs that there's an imbalance, an emotional imbalance. And when those imbalances are not addressed, then they can lead to other disharmony in the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual body, and then you're continuing to participate in this cause and effect that is actually a detriment to yourself and others. So if you want to back yourself out of this this gerbil wheel, wheel and have some forward motion, meaning, oh, gosh, this consistently shows up. I consistently participate in this pattern. doesn't mean that you have to alienate the entire world and re-establish your boundaries, all these things. It's You take responsibility. You take responsibility for your energetic field and how you want to move through the time and space. And sometimes you might have to walk through a field of landmines. And other times you might just get a sail across the glassy sea. 
whatever it is, you know, it doesn't mean that we have to get righteous to everyone and everything and cause more karma, cause and effect, uh, that can create more feelings, that can create more turbulence and or forward motion. So, with this being said, if you start to harness your energetic field and you say, wow, you know, it's, it's, it's rising or it's, it's stable or it's decreasing, what do I need to do to bring it into a level of momentum where it's not going to exhaust itself? And I'll use the same example. You know, extreme happiness and extreme sadness or anger can cause the same amount of adrenal fatigue, forcing uh, these emotional states or just placating yourself with sense, sense pleasures that take you to these places through drugs, alcohol, experience, all these things that take you through this adrenal rush. Lots of fun, yeah. However, they can, they can and will have their toll and impact on the physical, mental, and emotional, and spiritual being if at all times you're not really cognizant of what these areas are feeling and how to uh, manage them. And you might say, wow, that's a lot to handle. I have to worry about shopping. I have to worry about my kids or I have to worry about my studies. I, oh, I, can't, I don't have time for this. I've had people tell me that before. I don't have time for this. Well, this could be one of the most important things you do for yourself is to really attune yourself to who you are and how you're operating in space so that when you do all those other things that you feel obligated to do, that you do them in a way that feels good. So imagine you go into the supermarket today and you're pissed off. You have this feeling, this fire in your belly, this energetic field. You don't have to attach it to a story. You don't have to attach it even to the emotion. But you have this feeling like, oh. And as you connect to that feeling, uh, you have the opportunity to say, hey, uh, what do I want to do here? Where am I going to go with this? What do I want to explore? And you can actually, in that moment, start to wreak havoc on everyone's day because you have this energetic field of fire and you can burn down the village in the grocery store. You could make the checkout clerk, make rude comments, cut people off in the parking lot, all these different things because you have this energetic feeling that is A, maybe not being addressed, acknowledged, and or you've woven it into some crazy story that's fact and or fiction. Uh, that is feeding the fire. So instead of feeding the fire, you can say, wow, this I'm feeling heat. I'm feeling this energy that might propel me to take action. And within that action, I'm feeling negative, meaning non-serving thoughts coming up. And that's indicating to me that there's something not resolved internally. What action do I need to take? What do I need to resolve? This is a great time to stop yourself and say, what's going on? What do you need? And this is a great time to also say, hey, before I go in that grocery store, I'm going to go on a little walk. I'm going to ask myself, what's going on? What do you need? Hey, Suzanne, she, Bob, Fred, whoever you are, what do you need? Keep asking yourself. Feel into it. What do you need in this moment? If you're going to something that's actually going to cause harm, oh, I just need a shot of tequila. Oh, I just need to go buy a new comforter for my bed. Oh, I need to book a vacation, then it'll all be better. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go and gamble a little. You know what? I'm gonna go pick a fight with my partner. All these things we do habitually to avoid 
taking responsibility for what? This feeling, this energetic field in our body. So rather than that, you have a choice to remember those things that make you feel good. Take a moment to harness that energy and redirect it. And all of a sudden, there's this forward motion. All of a sudden, it's shifted. Maybe you don't have a complete understanding. Maybe you start to ask, like, what's going on? Where is this headed? I, I need to address this because it could get more explosive in the future. All right. And then you see what comes up. If you don't have the answers, you don't need to force them. You don't need to overthink something. You just let it keep going and start to shift the energetic field so, to where it's positive in the sense that it's forward motion. It's building of energy. And I'd recommend feeling that barometer. It's kind of like setting your car to cruise control. Do you want to stay at 60 and take the foot off the pedal and just coast? Or do you want to floor it, stop, floor it, stop, floor it, stop? What, what's going to serve your gas tank? Cruise control. And it allows you to what? If we're on cruise control, our energetic field's moving succinctly and in harmony. We have the ability to what? To be more observant to determine what is needed in a situation for ourselves and others and address which is going to happen naturally arising effects from our past actions. Within that, we will more than likely surf a wave of different experiences, emotions, ideas, attachments, all of which give us the opportunity to learn about ourselves and transform an experience not only for the betterment of ourselves but others. Now, some of you may not have a, a real strong drive towards doing right by yourself and or others. And that's a good thing to start to acknowledge first. Again, you don't have a tug of war. You, you might realize, ah, I'm not there yet. So we need to get you to there. And then you work on these other things. Uh, you don't want to skip a beat, as I mentioned earlier. You can't just force yourself to say, I love myself, Om Shanti, peace on earth but you're not taking action to bring the feelings, the emotions, the energetic field into that state of harmony. You're just placating it with ideas and concepts and reading things, but it's not really taking you anywhere. So from there, what I would love for you to do is we are going to just establish what is in this moment. Where do you want to be? How do you want to feel? internally and externally how do I want to be in the world what kind of imprint do I want to leave on the world as you contemplate that just let us see what arises in this next segment and then we'll be concluding with this idea of what emotions are and uh, how they weave into our thoughts and our stories uh, our ideas and conditional behaviors but for right now, I just want you to say, hey, what kind of feeling, what kind of energy do I want to leave every day? And that could change a little bit. Well, what kind of energy? You may want so desperately to be playful, yet there's an internal feeling that needs to come into harmony, transform it, so that you can be in that playful state. If you keep forcing yourself to say, I have to be playful, I have to be fun, I'm not fun, then you're in struggle because internally you're not there. You're like, oh, I'm blah. Yeah, that's a great idea. It sounds like I would love to be fun, but internally I'm just blah. And so then we have to work with that energetic field, get it to a place where it can be in that nature of fun and play and levity. 
but that, that internal piece has to be addressed. We can't skip it, can't force it. And uh, you already know some of your tools is knowing the things that make you feel good, build good energy in your body. Not temporal sense pleasures that give you a temporary high. Things that actually over time and space can continue, continue to benefit you. This would be like good food, good uh, media and literature for the mind, good practice, feeding the spirit, the soul, good uh, energy of people around you that feed you. So welcome you to bring this all into harmony. Take a nice deep breath in and out. Another one, deep breath in and out. Just bring your awareness to how, what type of energy field you would strive to have physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Just feel into what that is and be honest with yourself. In this moment, there's no right or wrong. Just own it.
just gently bringing your awareness back to here, connecting to my voice, gently breathing in and out. Again, gently breathing in and out. Gently breathing in and out. So, this aspect of feeling, feeling into what is in a moment and addressing what we would like to be and then making that choice to be there. Sometimes that's easier said than done because maybe we're not ready to do that. So, similar to making that choice and deciding, hey, you know, I want to love this person. I want to forgive them. I adore them. I, can, I have to choose that or I have to choose to dislike them, hold everything they've done to me against them. And I can't do both. So you choose. Once you choose that, the feelings align to that. So the feeling of, oh, I, want, I love this person and we'll go into emotions real quickly and we'll carry this over next week, but uh, feelings, your, your feeling towards that person cannot be uh, anger and happiness. It's very conflicting. The neural pathways to our brain don't know what to do, <laughs> and you're in constant internal turmoil. So the choice is to love this person, forgive them, move on. It's clean slate. That means zip it. Leave those past stories, leave them, zip it, <laughs> love, feel how that feels. And are you getting that feeling? So when you're around this person, is, is the feeling love or is the feeling anger? And then acknowledging that feeling, and I use those as we transition into this emotional perception, but we're just going to label them as that. So you have that feeling, and then how are you going to choose to take action? If the desire, the vision, is to actually be in harmony with this person, then the anger rises up. What do you do? You go to your actions that bring you back to center. You go take a walk. You go paint. You go write. You go ride your bike. You go play, pick up a game of basketball. Whatever it might be to shift the energy and then reapproach and say, gosh, I, I love this person. I, I really want to embrace them that way. Then guess what? You keep re-meeting these feelings that are arising, you'll start to work out what's unresolved inside, internally for you. As that liberates, then the energetic field shifts, that feeling shifts, and guess what? Wow, you're my best friend. I've seen this all the time with, not all the time, but many times with couples I've worked with that choose that they want to stay in love with one another. They, they choose to work on their relationship. They choose to feed and nourish the feelings that they want to have with one another versus destroy one another. We can do this internally and externally, but we can't skip it. We can't just say, I love you, but not take responsibility for what's required to actually follow through with the actions. So to review, simply to start practicing feeling into what's going on in the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual body. 
write down your go-to's, the things that shift your energy field to a positive, forward-moving, building of energy, nourishing, regeneration of energy, and then go into action. Now, if you steer clear of stories and some of the stories that are attached to emotions, uh, this will help the process. So when we talk about emotions, we can have an unhealthy relationship with emotions, unhealthy relationship with love, unhealthy relationship with anger, unhealthy relationship with levity, all the emotions. We can have a balanced and harmonious relationship with these emotions. In addition, we could utilize those fields to assist us in a moment. The energy of anger can came up, come up, force us into action. We don't have to overplay the anger part. We, go, we keep moving with the action. That energy, that feeling propelled us into action. We do right. Let's say in a 911 situation, someone there's someone falls and needs help. You your sense of urgency, emergency, fight or flight kicks in. You go and aid to that person if that's what you're propelled to do. Or you might go to fear and you might run away and hide because it's triggering some old trauma story neural pathway of something that needs to be reconciled. No matter how hard you try in that moment, you might want to be there for that person, but you can't because there's something that's not reconciled inside that's preventing you from taking that action. As soon as you have the awareness of that, you can take a different choice. It's going to be a practice. Sometimes it's instantaneous. Other times it will take repetitive practice because we have attachment. So that's where I'd love for the practice just to remain. Uh, we're going to segue out with just the idea that emotions are built on experiences, cause and effect of past actions. They're intertwined with stories. So when we go from feeling to emotion, then we're starting to activate the storytelling in our mind, in our soul body, our karmic body, and the effects are co-arising. There's something really beautiful that can be addressed there. However, there's also a lot of conditionality there people, what their perception of love is, what their perception of anger should or shouldn't be based on their past experiences, which can be problematic in building a healthy, well dynamic in a given moment. So I'll leave you with that. Next week, we'll talk a little bit more about the, the stories we tell ourselves, the emotions that we are attached to, and uh, <laughs> the conditions that we put on almost every relationship that we have. With that being said, until next time, this is She signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.